Greetings, I'm Chris Peppel and you're listening to my Look to See Me podcast. This episode today is going to be called I Saw the Light. We're going to be talking about epiphany. So what is an epiphany? It's simply, you know, the simple definition is just an illuminating discovery or a realization. Now, the faith tradition that I grew up in, I grew up in Christian churches, January 6th is called Epiphany. And many of the churches today, uh, Christian churches, are celebrating Epiphany Sunday. It's a special day for Christians when people celebrate how a star led the Magi. We also call them the three kings or the wise men to visit baby Jesus after he had been born. Uh, the running joke is that when you have a nativity scene, the Magi should not be placed there on Christmas Eve. There was a, a gap of time before they made their way to the baby Jesus, who was then considered actually to be a toddler by the time they actually got there. Epiphany comes from the Greek word meaning to reveal, and it's used in Christianity as the baby Jesus was revealed to the Magi, who then revealed the baby to the rest of the world. Christians today may choose to sing We Three Kings of Orient Are when they're celebrating Epiphany Sunday. You could come a little bit more modern and uh, Dave Crowder. I'm a Dave Crowder fan. I saw the light. I saw the light. I saw the light. No more darkness, no more night. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow in sight. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. I've walked in darkness, clouds covered me. I had no idea where the way out could be. That last line is what I want to talk about a little bit today and our use of light when we are journeying in life, any type of journey that we go on, spiritual, physical, emotional journeys, and that idea that somewhere we have no idea where the way out could be. Well, let's talk a, bit, a little bit about the symbol of life first, light first though. Uh, for many Christians, seeing the light refers to, just like in this Dave Crowder song, seeing Jesus as active in their lives or seeing the truth about holiness and the humanity of Jesus. In religious symbolism, light is strongly connected to our ability to see. Many sacred texts talk about light and spiritual awakening. Light is also one of the most universal symbols. It represents spirituality and wisdom. The Bible and the Quran both mention light as a guidance for followers. In many cultures, light is a symbol of celebration. And several major religions uh, and religious holidays use light to celebrate the power of spiritual hope when we're wandering or when we're faced with a challenge. And the Jewish holiday of Hanukkah celebrates the hope of the Jewish people derived from the ancient Hanukkah miracle of light. On Christmas, Christians decorate with electric lights to symbolize Jesus as the light of the world. During the holy month of Ramadan, the Phanus is a lantern used to light up homes, mosques, and streets. We can look to Diwali, the Hindu festival of lights, which is a celebration of light's triumph over darkness. Light is also a cultural symbol for wisdom. The idea of enlightenment might make you think of the Enlightenment Age. Go back in history, go back in literature, your discussions about different time periods. It was the intellectual and 
philosophical school of thought that dominated Europe during the 17th and 18th centuries. So light and the idea of enlightenment has been used throughout history as uh, as a symbol, as a symbol for hope, as a symbol for overcoming, as a symbol for knowledge. As I took a moment to reflect on Epiphany this week, I was thinking about the star of light followed by the Magi. If you uh, read Christian scripture, the, uh, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2, speaks of Magi, or wise men who followed a star from the east to Bethlehem in search of a newborn king. They found Mary and baby Jesus and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh to acknowledge his place in the world, uh, his importance that he would rise to as he grew. Okay, so we have this great story, but how did the Magi know what to do in the beginning? You know, a lot of times we just think, oh, it was just, they just had an idea, they knew the perfect path, the perfect answer, they knew exactly what to do, and we take out a lot of the actual details of what would have happened, as if it was just instantaneous. I have the perfect idea of what we need to do, I know what we need to do next, Let's get up, pack everything we need, and go. You know, that's that's not reality, though. That's not how following a light works for most of us, most of us, or discovering a light, or discovering the answer, or discovering a journey. First, they had to follow their passion. This is what they did. They were astronomers, astrologers, they looked to the heavens, they read the stars, they studied the skies. They used their talents that were already inside of them. And when they saw a different star, they knew something was different. And they they also, uh, historians, they knew the words of the Old Testament prophecies through the Jews that they had interacted with. So they were willing to learn from people outside of their own tradition. So those are two key facts here that a lot of people skip over. One is that our, our talents and passions are already inside of us. That should be one of our guides. And then also, we don't have to only look to people within our small community to learn. They were willing to learn with people that they had interacted with outside of their own traditions. So they used their gifts and talents and the wisdom they had gleaned from the Jewish faith that believed that a Messiah would be born. And then uh, through their gifts and passions, they were able to have their own spiritual awakening of sorts of this is important. This is something that I want to do. We need to do this with our life. Something good is going to come from this journey. So they, they went out on the journey. Now, part of what they had to do was trust their own wisdom that they had the resources and would be led and trust the community that they were traveling with and trust the process of building the journey. Were they 100% about what was going on? No. The Magi went to Herod first, asking where the king was and announcing they saw the star. Why start with Herod? They assumed a leader would know where the greatest leader was. 
It came from the faith tradition that a great leader was born that would bring change to the world. So they assumed Herod would know about it. They assumed Herod would be in the loop. They also didn't know where else to turn. They assumed Jesus would be in the holy city of Jerusalem. They had traveled along the trade route for at least 40 days, as our best guess. But it, it took them time to prepare for the trip and to study the star, which is around for longer than we normally imagine. Hence, in scripture, tell us that Jesus could have been almost two years old by the time Magi reached him. So they studied and wandered and studied more and wandered. It wasn't an instant revelation of where to go. So let's leave the uh, Magi for a bit and look at our own lives. What do we do when we have decisions to make? Where do we turn for answers? Can we clearly see the path before we start? Usually the answer to that question is no, unless it's something we're just going to do over the next hour or two. I've started many journeys that I couldn't see the whole path or the destination for. I've had to look for advice from people that I consider wise. And just like the Magi in the story, I threw out uh, advice from people I realized that didn't have anyone's best interest in mind. They were people seeking to gain by their own agenda only. And so there are times where we go to someone that we consider a guide and that has been lifted up to us as a guide or a leader, and we realize that that person is not truly a guide in the sense of being wise being caring, being loving, having the interest of the whole community in mind. That person has an agenda and they want to, to seek their own self-interest only. That's when we know that we can just toss out that person as a leader for our lives. We don't have to return to that person. Just in the story, the Magi just skipped Herod from there on out. I love that part of the story. Can it feel frightening at times to start a journey this way, whether it's a physical journey, a spiritual journey, a business journey? Yes, we can wonder if we are following the right path for us. We can wonder how this journey will end. But uncertainty doesn't have to be equated with fear. Okay, let's take that back again. Uncertainty doesn't have to be equated with fear. We can learn to trust ourselves as lifelong learners and know that we have the resources to uncover the answers and find the light we need to continue. Just like the Magi, we have passions and talents in us that we can rely on. We have a community and we have the wisdom to know that throughout the journey, we can find the leaders that we need to follow. We can find the advice that we need to learn from. It may be outside of our own traditions. It may be inside our own traditions. But we can trust our instincts and we can build our own wisdom to not have to fear the journey, even if there's uncertainty there. Now, that light can be both outside of us and inside of us. We can see light from the love and encouragement and advice from others. We can see light from our faith and from our spiritual guidance. We can look to our religion to point us to the light. We can then also become bearers of the light. We can internalize the hope and wisdom and encouragement 
and use that as a tool to reach our dreams and meet our goals. We can also then use that light to shine for others who may be struggling. We may be like the Magi who journey for quite a while and look up for answers. When we find those answers, though, we know we will have found the path we need to be on. And like the Magi, it may take a while. We may know that we need to bring significant changes to our life. We may know that we need to start on a journey of healing of some type. Trust yourself. Find those answers inside of yourself. Years ago, when I started the journey to break the chains of abuse in my life, and there was an amazing counselor, an older woman named Carmen, and she sat 10 of us moms in a room, and she said, here's all the things that people are going to tell you that you have to do. Not all of that is correct, she said. She said, the answers are already in yourself. What I'm going to help you do is find those answers in yourself, and it's going to take a long time. But I'm here for the long journey. And she was. One night when stress just overwhelmed me so much that I ended up, I had no idea the power of stress. Okay, stress can really take a toll on you physically and just ruin your health. And there she was in the emergency room, just there, you know, and she said, you know, you've got this. Now the next part of your journey is learning how to handle the stress. Let's do that. Let's find ways to handle the stress. So it was step by step by step. Just like the Magi had to go and find different sources, I I was looking for help in the wrong places at the time. I was looking for help with people who had their own agenda to uh, work for and had no interest in even talking about any kind of domestic abuse whatsoever. Uh, They were peacekeepers who didn't want to talk about anything negative. And by peacekeepers, I don't mean keeping the peace in the community. I mean, smoothing things over so everything looks good. And they didn't want to talk about anything hard or challenging. Because then it would disrupt their worldview of how they wanted things to look and the expectations of how they thought things were. So I, I had to find new people outside of that tradition to find answers from, just like the Magi. They had to move on. When it turned out what they were looking for wasn't in Jerusalem, they were like, well, where do we go next? Let's study. We know we have the resources in us to follow the star. That's our that's our passion. That's what we do. We look up to the stars. We can figure this out. We also know that they would have found other faith leaders that they could talk to outside of their own tradition. Say, okay, if it's not in Jerusalem, where is this happening? So, Epiphany Sunday. Epiphany. What is it that you need enlightening on? What is it that you need to illuminate in your life? What discoveries are you seeking? Remember that that uncertainty about how you're going to do that does not have to be equated with fear. You've got the answers inside of you. You've got a community, hopefully, that you can journey with and that you can ask questions for. 
Look for the love. Look for the helpers. Isn't that what Mr. Rogers said? Look for the encouragement. Look for the light. Look for those people who are truly bearers of light. And look for the light inside yourself. And then look, you will surprise yourself that others see your light. And they are seeing answers for themselves in your life. So, I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you are surrounded by light and love and joy and comfort as you need it and peace. I hope that you are working towards seeing that light in yourself and discovering the answers that are there already inside of you. They're there. Look, use the light that you've already built in your life to look deep inside of yourself. What are your passions? What are your hopes? What are your dreams? What are your ideas about how you can get there? It's okay to not have all of the answers. That's why you're a lifelong learner. That's why you're going to turn to the books of your faith tradition. You're going to turn to people outside of your faith tradition. You're going to turn to friends. You're going to turn to new people that you'll meet. You're going to turn to nonprofit groups, possibly. You're going to look for podcasts, for speaker series, things that will illuminate that, those answers in you more and more and more, that will guide you, that will help you manage whatever it is. Just like I had to manage the stress, there's something that you're going to have to be a lifelong learner and learn how to manage in order for you to go forward with this. But you can do that. You can find that light. Follow the light. Follow the light. Celebrate the light. Dance with the light. Be the light for somebody else. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Send me a message. If you have any questions about this or want to add your own story. And again, I hope you have a wonderful week.